What does it mean to provide hospitality in the age of AI? Today, Adam Harris, CEO of CloudBeds, a company that's been using AI and its technology for years, explains the opportunity he sees for all of us. This is Hospitality Daily, the show that helps you stay informed and inspired each day by the most interesting people in hospitality. My name is Josiah McKenzie, and my goal is to help you reconnect with why you work in this industry and get fired up to go out there, delight others, and reach your goals. Let's get started. So for us at CloudBeds, we are fascinated by the art of hospitality. And I love that terminology because it really is an art. You can have limited service versions of it. You can have high-touch luxury. You can have adventure. You could have scary. You could have culinary in the art of that, bringing it all together really creates an experience that we as guests get excited for and ultimately pay large amounts of money, close to a billion dollars a year, consumers around the world want to do this. And when you think about what big macro events are going to happen in the next decade, boomer population is going to start to die off. There's going to be a massive transfer of wealth to millennials or Gen Z. And if you look at those two individuals buying behaviors right now, travel is number one. It's right there. Those experiences, living life is up there. So hospitality to us is this art of being hospitable, the ability to take and connect with someone from a different culture, from a different part of the world and bring them into an experience. And as a operator, there's not a lot of industries where you actually spend the night with your guests, right? Hospital, doctors, nurses, airline, and then the hotel industry. What I love about that is tech can hold that back or drive it forward. And for the last two decades, travel, despite all of the massive movements and democratization of the right technology trickling into all the hands of operators, travel brands, or whatever you want to call them, you still have hospitality as one of the lowest digitalization rates in, in the industry. It's next to hunting, agriculture, construction. Okay. It's right above incarcerated services, jails. Okay. Prisons, man. So like what on earth are we doing? Even though we're one of the largest industries in the world, we're yet we're one of the worst ranked when it comes to digital adoption. AI to me is about augmenting humans. It's about helping humans be more human. And when I think about that application, look, are there manual tasks that you and I probably do in our daily lives? A hundred percent. By 2030, all of them will probably be automated. and We won't have to think about that anymore. There's many examples in a hotel, front desk, back office, check-in, check-out experience, feedback loops, pricing decisions that can all be automated or streamlined from a work process using humans plus a little bit of technology. And what I love about what OpenAI and some of the other brands that are coming out with this advanced generative AI is it's really about taking unstructured and making it feel structured in almost this magical user experience. But the same capability has really been there for many, many years, right? AI is not new. AI has been something that CloudBids has used from day one. That was 12 years ago almost when we started. So when you think about where we are today, you just have much more innovation curve around it. There's more people putting time, energy. There are hundreds of deals getting done from investments pouring into AI. You've got big transactions like Arm, the first IPO in 22 months from a technology lens 
came out. And if you look at all the buyers of that IPO, it was Apple, NVIDIA, Amazon, right? Big institutions that want to make sure that they can get their access on silicon. So look, for us, hospitality is about humans connecting with other humans. And when we think about AI injecting itself into that conversation, it can come in so many different ways. And it can also look and feel high touch, low touch, everything in between, which to me goes to why CloudBeds has been successful in the first place, right? We are not trying to do everything for a hotel. It might seem that way because we built a very robust capability. We talk about sliding a box across the table, powering their brand through an all-in-one or a platform, but it's really the platform that they build on top of. So that is why we are the fastest growing hotel tech platform for hotel operators. It's because they can increase their capability as a brand on top of all of our capabilities. I'm not trying to put a brown peg in a square hole. I'm literally just saying, hey, here are some tools, build your concept on top of it and go from there. And the beautiful part of that is given our ecosystem and some of the data sets that we sit on, applying AI on top of what we already do today is really about just driving that human to human connection and empowering it to be smarter, to be more action driven, to be more data insightful. And so look, there was a lot there, but when we talk about it, you're not going to see us saying, go here, go right there. That's where you need to go. We're going to say, hey, these are some areas that we think there's a tremendous amount of application. Let's ease into this. Let's not believe that this is going to solve the 30% reduction in labor force across the industry. It's not. It's going to help, right? And so if you think about use cases that we've seen, CS departments using AI to be reflective on ticket responses or chatbots solving solutions for overbookings that happened on an airline or whatever, like a lot of that interaction is already present in our day-to-day lives. We hope that it's just one way to reduce another dependency on a human and putting the onus back on technology to lift the way and connect that individual for the right reasons, right? We don't need phones in hotel rooms. We didn't need phones in hotel rooms since the iPhone, but they still exist and they have purpose. Because a lot of technology isn't in a way where if I want to get a new pillow, I got to pick up a phone and get it. Why can't I just use a messaging tool or like whistle and get that request so that the person doesn't even need to be on site necessarily, right? They could show up at the property later or there could be a kiosk that serves the pillow. I I don't know. But the point is we just have to rethink the way we look at the world of how we traditionally operate businesses and AI is going to have some influence there. You mentioned something that was interesting to me of the sense of looking at technology providers such as yourself as something to build on top of. For the hoteliers that are listening to this, how would you advise they think about what should a technology provider provide and where should the brand or the management company take over as part of that operation or that guest experience? This is exactly why we are doing Passport, our big user conference, right? Thousands of hotels are attending. It will be the largest user conference in the industry. We are thrilled because we want as many eyeballs to rethink how the relationship is with their technology vendor, even with CloudBets customers and CloudBets. So we have a mantra internally. We have this sort of 10 commandments per se, and to serve is one of them. We want to serve this industry. I'm fortunate that I 
serve this industry through a myriad of different ways. I'm one, a founder and a leader of CloudBets. I sit on advisory boards. So I'm on Google Travel's advisory boards. It's great to show up in Boston every year and talk about what they're up to and how they're making change. I get to put my hand up and say, from CloudBeds' properties perspective, this would be best for our hotel group. The same thing happens for other OTAs and other travel brands. We have a lot of influence. We have a seat at the table, as we call it. But more importantly, I am not here to transform their art. Their art is theirs, and it's only theirs. And if they have a vision, the technology should make that happen. Not be the reason it happens, but help make it happen. It should be a platform, but yet they have their own canvas. They have their own paint selections. We are just saying, hey, you can do it. We got your back. We will be there every single day to ensure operations, communications, distribution, the financials, the data will all be present and accurate and available any single day of the week, any part of the world that is CloudBeds pledge. What they do with that how they transform. Do they want a front desk? Do they want a kiosk check-in? Do they want to digitalize it so it's all remote and no need to have any in-person? Do they want to do a lot of upselling? Do they want to do a lot of in-stay purchasing? Do they care about their reputation? Those are just tools that they can use to either impact or not. And our approach is very much the box across the table. And we believe that is less friction, less control, less forcing people to conform, and instead going, hey, how can we be helpful? How can we be a trusted partner? How can we lead you in ways, educate you in new ways? Rethink the possibility, right? So like, if you're so used to this, which is what our industry is, they put these blinders on, they train the same thing at every hotel school, they train the old systems at hotel schools, right? That has been the same way. We have the same principles for revenue management, those haven't changed in decades, right? And so if there was ever a moment for the industry to have a wake up, a wake up, a wake up, this sort of re-emerging of tech-centric, forward-thinking, listening to the consumer, eliminating tech noise, and actually just streamlining their business because I've stayed in some unbelievable hotels in my life. I've been very fortunate to travel to 67 countries. I have walked into what feel like kings and queens lobbies, 100-foot ceilings, what feels like football stadium room. And you're like, where is the use of revenue here? Where is the revenue per square foot? Why, why is this so, why is there a 40-foot fountain, right? Like, couldn't this be used for rooms or meeting or engagement or experience or other things? Why, why is this? Why am I waiting in a 45-minute line in a hotel like the MGM or any of the Vegas properties for that matter? Like, really? You know who I am as soon as I hit a casino floor, but you ask me the same question every time I stay at your property. Have I ever stayed here before? So there are so many micro examples of things that make me want to just take my head and like slam it in the wall and be like, why? Why is it this so, it's so complicated? And that's why we launched... Horizons, our educational product for major schools around the world. It's in six of the top 15 universities. We're really excited about it. We do it for free. We are giving it away. We have 55,000 people in the industry every day logging into our university, learning skills, not just how to use cloud, but learning real skills. We're going to continue to invest that. 
33% of all traffic on the internet for hotel-related technology comes to my website, reads my blogs, reads my educational content. Are we going to slow down? No. We're going to go harder. We want to do more of it because we believe it's our responsibility to be a partner to this industry. And so how is AI, how is CloudBeds going to be in that thing? Hey, we're going to just show some things. We're going to show how we think they could be useful. If they're practical, great, adopt them. If you don't want to use them, that's fine too. And we'll continue to evolve and evolve. But we believe what we're doing, what we're launching is really, really practical and makes a ton of sense. For me, this is really, really exciting because we can be wowed by maybe how AI can create something, but it feels like that misses the point. You have the perspective on serving tens of thousands of hoteliers around the world. What I'm hearing from you is an opportunity to become more expansive, to create new ways of providing hospitality that we haven't even seen yet. And so, as you mentioned, we're taking the blinders off or the narrow focus. And it seems to me, if I'm kind of reading between the lines for the hoteliers listening, the opportunity and the need is to understand really what is your special sauce? What makes you different special? And double down on that, right? Because technology is going to be able to support more of the things that can be supported. Yeah, I I would love to talk about Passport, but it looks like you have a thought on that. No, what I was going to say is it's really easy. We are one of the largest platforms in the industry now. And that comes with a tremendous amount of responsibility, right? We have to think about a geography from a geographic perspective. We have to think about it from a concept perspective. We have to think about it from a property size perspective. Like we often, well, at least our competitors like to say that we only manage small properties. That's completely false. That is not the case. It hasn't been the case for many, many years, but they're going to continue to harp on it because I have no doubt in my mind that that's where they're going to reach for. I have the ability to join a conversation with a B&B and say, I power thousands of properties just like you. I know what you need. I know how you think, how you wake up in the morning and say, holy shit, why am I in this industry? Or this is the greatest calling of life. And I'm so happy that I get to serve my customer. I love making the breakfast. I love doing the wine and cheese in the evening. And that's my concept. Flip it to extended stay. We have plenty of extended stay concepts. We understand their needs. They're very different, right? High luxury boutique. You've got the glamping. Because we are in 157 markets, we have close to 27,000 properties around the world, two and a half million beds. We've seen it all. Have we done it right for everyone? No. Has anyone out there? No. Will they? No. That's technology. Technology is always going to have a gap somewhere. My iPhone fails me all the time. My iWatch and iPhone and Mac laptop are supposed to be in constant sync. They're not, right? But we are getting better with technology and we as an industry are adopting cool stuff. And I'm really excited about that. So look, Passport is more about us showing off the bridge between our tech, our innovation, and then how to adopt and apply it. And so there's a lot of learning, a lot of education versus us just going, oh, here's some grand avail and new product. There'll be a little bit of that, but that's not our focus. Our focus is really about showing the industry that we care, letting them listen to how we approach it, hearing from our product leaders to hear their perspective. Like our head of UI is the one giving the keynote. Eric has this unbelievable background and a very, very unique approach as he thinks about experience. And when I listen to Eric, I get goosebumps because it's very much aligned with why in the origination of the idea of CloudBeds, which is, look, there is a lack of democratization in this industry. It's very clear. 
there is unfair advantages established by the establishment, right? You have chains and OTAs, and those two are in bed with each other a little bit, right? We don't need to go too much there, but they're in bed with each other. They rely on each other. And then you have independence, and independents have been fighting for the scraps for many years. Now, the playing field has been leveled thanks to COVID, thanks to the advent of the internet, new technologies and things like that. And also thanks to companies like CloudBets and all the things that we wake up and do. But look, at the end of the day, I've never been more proud of 750 people in 41 countries. Passport is a representation of all of their hard work. I have the lucky job, the ringside seat at a show that I'm a very, very small piece of. But we are in awe with some of the things that we built. We are in awe at all the things that we don't release too. We release and build and test and experiment and they never hit the shelves. And at the end of the day, I think that's part of innovating, right? You're going to win some, you're going to fail some. But if you stop, the whole industry gets hurt by that. And so anyway, long story short, Passport's just one example of many things that we're doing. But this AI thing is going to be fun to watch. How about that? It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. It certainly will. I'll link in the show notes where people can sign up to register to this. One thing I want to call out, though, is it's really important for people shopping for technology to think about technology providers as, yes, they need to provide good technology, but look at the ecosystem. And you talked about education investments. You talked about subject matter expertise, best practice sharing among clients. This is where you really develop a mutually beneficial relationship is you think holistically about this. So I'm excited about Passport. I think one of the things I think was cool is how you made it a virtual event. You think about so many people who need this information, they can't take the time off or can't get the budget. This is available to everybody. So link in the show notes, really encourage people to sign up. There's an amazing lineup of content, not just about hospitality in the age of AI. There's other topics. There's regional breakouts. So I, it's an awesome event, Adam. And I appreciate you joining to share a little preview and some of the stuff that you're working on. This has been a really interesting year for our industry. And I think 24 is going to be a very challenging year in the industry. And that is a byproduct of a longer discussion that we're not going to have today. But look, macro, we've had some big changes in our world, in our lives since 2019 today from COVID, which none of us ever want to have happen again. Please knock on wood, never, ever again. And then a geopolitical war in a very major market that is having ramifications for inflation, you name it, food supplies, that's affecting all of our lives. 24 will feel that strain further. And it'll be really interesting to see how the hard landing or soft landing from the economy globally hits. We need people moving. We need lots of people moving. We started to get more people moving, but we no longer have revenge travel. We have normal travel patterns and whether they are resilient to economic changes, that's the time. But man, CloudBids is there. We're committed. And at the end of the day, I'm so appreciative that you liked the virtual nature of Passport, we are in so many markets. We needed to be representative of all those markets. And we didn't want to just showcase in one small pocket. We really wanted this to be truly accessible because travel is truly accessible by anyone in the world. I love it. Everybody sign up for Passport. Link in the show notes. Adam, thanks so much for taking some time to chat with us today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me.
Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on this show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes for some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. Com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. 